Hey guys, this week's episode uh, features the admin group from Speakeasy Wisconsin page. Uh, it's not a buy-sell page, it's more of just a collection of guys and girls who ch uh, trade information, trade stories, trade, you know, pictures of drinking, what they're drinking. It's a social page for the most part on Facebook. Um, one of the admins is actually a, a whiskey fellow, which is uh, one of the reviewers. They do a lot of stuff on bourbonbanter.com. Um, and he has his own Facebook page, Whiskey Fella. At one point, I actually uh, turned the recording off about four minutes in, so there's a little bit of chunk. I think it's about a, a minute worth of time that goes by without anybody. So if you notice if you notice a little jump right around the four-minute mark, that's what it is. So don't think anything's wrong with the uh, podcast or the radio. It's just my dumb ass that did it. So enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Bourbon Boys. This is Chad. I'm joined with a special group of individuals today from the Speakeasy page, Speakeasy Wisconsin page. Uh, first is uh, Jeff Schwartz, which is the whiskey fella. Say what's up, Hello. Jeff. There you go. <laughs> Troy Mancusi. Hey, guys. Steve Schwartzer. Hey, everybody. Uh, they are the admin group of Speakeasy Wisconsin. So how we like to start it when you haven't been on the podcast before is I'm going to, uh, I've introduced you obviously, and we're going to talk a little bit about your background. Uh, Jeff or whiskey yeah. fellow, what got you into bourbon or what was your first uh, pour? Uh, I started off in scotch and was kind of a scotch snob for a while. I had a friend who wanted me to try bourbon. I kept refusing at one point, I finally gave in, and then I fell in love. Um, and uh, it's kind of been a love affair since then. I'm still trying to get into scotch. I cannot, I can't develop a taste. It's a little... That's what people keep telling me I need to just expand it a little bit more. Yeah, you'll want to stay away from uh, some of the peated stuff if that turns you off, and start off with more of the uh, fruity and sherry ones and go from there. Troy, same question to you. Well, I uh, found out about five years ago that I was gluten intolerant mm. and uh, much as Jeff is. And, uh, you know, I like beer and I do Jack and Cokes and stuff like that. But after I kind of turned away from beer, I thought I'd be a scotch snob and uh, I really wanted to get into scotch but uh, came across Four Roses Single Barrel really liked it and just kind of turned that direction and haven't looked back since now is everybody originally from Wisconsin? no everybody else? yep, yep. and who was it from Wisconsin? I couldn't tell I didn't have the names up uh, Jeff was Jeff. not from Wisconsin. Jeff was not from Wisconsin. Where are no. you from, Jeff? Uh, grew up in Florida. Um, 
lived in Colorado for about 20 years, and now I'm here in Wisconsin. How long you been here? I've uh, been here too long. Right about four <laughs> years. So. Yeah, that's too long. I'm in about a year, and it's too long for me. <laughs> Steve had. Uh, I love Wisconsin. <laughs> the state's not bad, but I miss Kentucky. It's gotcha. my home. Uh, Steve, what got you into bourbon? Well, I started um, started drinking bourbon about 33 years ago. Wow. Uh, and I'm not that old, believe it or not. <laughs> um, just Started drinking when you were 10? <laughs> well, I was, I was about 16, 17. Um, and uh, what it was was that we would go to parties in high school. And... Um, you know, everyone would drink your beer or take your stuff. And so what I did was I went out and, and found at that time the, the harshest stuff I could find, which was Wild Turkey 101. <laughs> and I started drinking that because I knew nobody would steal it at a party or try to it. <laughs> and um, that developed my love affair with bourbon and whiskey. And it's been going ever since. I think it was Jeff earlier that said his favorite is Kessler's. <laughs> that's that's Kessler's light, I think. Oh, like, oh, Kessler's light. That's maple syrup, oh. isn't it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we're gonna move on to favorite pour. Steve, do you want to start us off with that? It, you know, it really depends on. Uh, uh, I, you know, it, it's my favorite pour today is really what it comes to. And that can change as time goes on. Um, as far as, um, like, when I'm drinking, there's certain things I can I can drink at certain times, like, uh, you know, I can't drink gin and tonics unless it's summer. Um, and, and and I can't drink, you know, old-fashioned, old I can drink any time of year. But there's certain liquors at certain times. And, and the same goes with bourbons. In different seasons, I'm in, I, I like different ones better. And currently, my, my favorite pour right now is... Um, J. Henry Castring. I mean, that's what my favorite pork has been, although right now I have a uh, Elijah Craig single barrel 18 in my glass. So. J. Henry, the speakeasy pick, or do you like the the regular batch stuff? Um, right now I'm, I'm just drinking the cast, the regular cast drink. Okay. So, um, I did have a bottle of the speakeasy that went pretty quickly the other night. How far away do you live from Madison? Is it a track for you? No, I'm in uh, I'm in Sudbury. I actually live probably ten miles from J. Henry. Oh, okay, that's cool. I was just in Madison last week. I love that town. If there was one other place in Wisconsin I could live besides Milwaukee, I actually would prefer to live there besides Milwaukee if I had a choice. Big difference between Milwaukee and Madison. Yes, no, Madison's so much more like Lexington. It's a college town. It's just larger than Lexington. So, Troy, same question for you. Favorite pour? Well, my favorite pour is, of course, J. Henry, Patent Road Reserve Speakeasy pick. Um, no, I, I would say probably my – I really <laughs> do like it, obviously. But um, yeah. probably the – right now my favorite pour would probably be the 2017 GTS. That's a good one. It just – it knocked my socks off. Jeff, how about you, whiskey fella? Uh, big fan of the Patton Road Reserve also, um, but uh, my favorite is 
probably George T. Stag or a good Four Roses OBSO. Both solid. George T. Stag is definitely a solid pick. Can you can Jeff? Can you explain what Jay Henry's different names are for their bourbons and what the distinctions are? Sure. They've got the small batch, which is what they originally came out with. Um, they've got the Patton Road Reserve, which is their cask strength, and then they had a Belfontaine, which was the cask strength that was finished in X uh, VSOP cognac barrels. What's their seven year called? Is that the same thing as uh, I think Road? that's also called Patton Road Reserve. Okay. Yep. Do you all have a, a, what's your least favorite pour? We'll start with Jeff on this one. <laughs> uh, that's tough because there's been some really bad ones. Yeah. The worst one I've had that I reviewed would be Bearcat Bourbon. Um, I just got done reviewing that a couple months ago, and it's the only thing I've ever reviewed that I could not finish. How long have you been doing reviews? Uh, probably, uh, whiskey reviews, probably four or five years. So how many reviews have you done overall? I have no idea, a lot. I asked, uh, I asked, uh, Chris earlier if he ever did one that he felt sorry for because it was so bad after he did it, and he said that he never posts them when when they're bad. Is there one that you felt sorry for after you did it? I did feel sorry for the Bearcat Bourbon one because <laughs> the owner was very nice. I had met him at Distill America this year, and he was very nice. Uh, he uh, gave me a free sample of it, but in the end, you know, it's my credibility that matters. And I hated it, and I'm honest in my reviews. And, you know, if there's something that's terrible out there, I will let the world know that. Yeah, I actually uh, messaged you about the limousine rye because I had such a poor experience with the batch two and you had the batch one and I read your review first. So I was like, what is he thinking when he tasted this? But obviously oh, you had rye rye. That's good stuff. Yeah. I mean, the one I had is not, it's not bad. It, it wasn't limousine rye. It was uh, Walshine. No. Wallersheim's uh, Round Top. Yeah, that was it. That was the one I messaged you about. Actually, Limousine is pretty good. But the Wallersheim was just... I, I, it just needs more time in the cask is what it boils down to. In my yeah, opinion. I had uh, I had batch one of that, and I think you had the second batch. Yeah, I had the one that... They only released batch one at the distillery, correct? Right. Yeah, this one was the wide release. So, All right, Troy, same question for you. Um, I'm going to say as a regular pour, I'm not really, I don't know, nothing's really coming out of my head, but I can tell you the worst pour that I've ever had, and it's really going to surprise you. Um, when I, I built this little bar in my basement and, uh, when I was done building it, I wanted to pick up a kind of cool bottle, um, to sort of christen it. And I, I ordered a, a bottle of old Weller antique from quality liquor store. Mm. over in that uh, San Francisco, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got it. I was super, super stoked. I got it, opened it up, tried it, and it was like gasoline. It sucked. 
it was horrible. And yeah, that is I was really one. I was really put off from, you know, old weather antique for a little while until I tried some more at a later date and was like, Okay, well, this is typically pretty good, I bet, and I just got a bad bottle, but man, that was horrible. That's an interesting answer you won't hear a whole lot. Steve, how about you? Well, bourbon's a lot. Bourbon's a lot of like second one. Good as very good one, but still pretty good. And uh, I feel like I you have, said that before. I don't have too many bad ones, but one that I had a bottle that I've kept with me a long time, and I never opened it, and I didn't really know it. And I found it again, oh, probably oh, six months ago. And I thought, I'm going to open this up and try it. I think Adam Pritchard was with me when I tried it. And, Bastard. Uh, yeah, it was, um, it was Madden, uh, Maddie Lee and more. I'm an mm. straight bourbon whiskey. And it wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then again, I still drink it, but I had to. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, that, that one is probably the only one that really stands out in my mind is something I... I kind of questioned myself after I drank it. I went, oh, that's not too good. So. Interesting story. Uh, Mattingly from that, that blend is actually uh, his grand great-grandson or whatever is the one that owns Bourbon 30. And I've been doing a lot of blends with him down there. It's Jeff Mattingly. Uh, and he's well, changing. I don't know what the bottle I got. I mean, it's just a regular um, 80-proof, one-liter bottle of m and well, those were the old dusty version, though, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. So he's doing new It's All MGP stuff down there, and he's changing the name of his distillery to Jay Mattingly, so, which is going to have a lot better uh, traction than Bourbon 30, probably. Yeah, this bottle may be a couple decades old. Oh, I'm sure. Mattingly wow. Moore is an old label. Yeah. Uh, my, my worst, I was actually telling the guys earlier before you got on, Steve, Probably a tie between Falcons Blue Corn and uh, uh, Whoop and Holler, and maybe even throw Dickel Fifteen Reserve in there. That's just, I guess, Dickel is not my cup of tea because that's what Hot Whoop and Holler was too. I'm with you on Dickel. It's just too corny for me. I don't know what it is about it. I can't do it. So that was the fifteen year. Yeah, the 15-year-old 7, it was the 375 uh, reserve version. I really like that hand-select 9-year barrel. Some of those I've heard are pretty good, the, the Dickel uh, selects, the newer ones. But I guess that's a single ver- barrel versus a, I don't think the 15-year reserve was a single barrel. I think it was a batch, but who knows. Right. It was garbage, whatever it was. Uh, Troy, do you like the, uh, the Dickel Tabasco finish? <laughs> uh, I haven't. It, I haven't had the pleasure, <laughs> and I, I probably won't. I actually <laughs> went on a pick at Jefferson's with uh, Ed Blay, and they gave us their Tabasco finished whiskey, but they had to blend it fifty-fifty or twenty-five seventy-five with their regular whiskey, and it was still god awful. I could barely take it down. It was like drinking pickle juice with, like the worst whiskey in it and some hot sauce. (laughs) 
do you have let's go with favorite va- or value pours do you have a value bottle that you would pick up if you're looking for something cheap and still can be good uh i'll, I'll answer first i either go 1792 barrel picks single barrel or above or uh buffalo trace picks are my good go-to because they're cheap and if my dad mixes it with soda i don't get pissed i know what i know what jeff's gonna say jeff you want to go first well, it's interesting because I, for several years, have run a uh, Respect the Bottom Shelf campaign. Okay. And uh, I really like a lot of the bottom shelf stuff. Uh, particularly, pretty much if it says bottled and bond, I'll buy it. Um, but I'd have to say favorite everyday budget whiskey, if we're going to call it a budget whiskey, is going to be Elijah Craig. Ding, 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 ding. Regular Elijah Craig or Elijah Craig uh, picks? Picks. Okay. I've got uh, 16 picks right now. For some reason, I can't. I haven't had a whole lot of picks I've liked. I can't remember if it was you or somebody else I got in discussion with that told me to try Riley's. But that was really good. Uh, but Steve says a really good. Uh, Steve says two really good picks. Uh, Troy, right. what's, your, what's yours? Go ahead. Uh, I would probably lean toward uh, either a Buffalo Trace barrel pick or an Eagle Rare barrel pick. Okay. Steve? Well, gee, if you're, I mean, if I, if I could have, if I was in the area, it would probably be Heaven Hill. Not only Bond, I mean, as far as value goes. Um, unfortunately, we don't get those up here. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, um, and, and every, I mean, every, Pick. I mean, obviously, I, I, I kind of steer towards the Buffalo Trace myself. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, I don't know, it kind of, it kind of finds it sweeter. It's a little, it seems lighter to drink. It's, uh, but it always has good flavor, and obviously the price is always right. Um, and I kind of go along with Jeff a little bit. On the, I, I, I do like Elijah Craig. Um, I have probably nine bottles of Elijah Craig right now. <laughs> I, uh, I like those. So. Yeah, if I if I was in in Kentucky, I could get heaven hell. I sure would. Uh, we actually did a bourbon bracket early in the uh, in the episodes of this, and I pushed uh, Buffalo Trace picks to like Final Four or Elite Eight because nice. I thought they were that good. Of course, Smooth Ambler ended up winning it all. I believe no, uh, George T. Stag beat Smooth Ambler in the final. Well, thank goodness. <laughs> I couldn't chill for Smooth Ambler that long. I had to think where she's Yeah, you're, you're, you're pretty big on Smooth Ambler, aren't you? Yeah, I had, uh, when I moved, I had close to 120 labels. Holy cow. Different barrels. Wow. Um, all right, I'm going to ask a few questions about the actual Speakeasy page, because uh, that's where I've grown to know you guys from. What made you start Speakeasy, if there's anybody that wants to speak up first on this? Well, that'd be Troy's baby, so go, Troy. Okay. Troy Mankwood. Yeah, well, I actually started the Speakeasy because it's kind of like a mimic of a buddy of mine who started a, a, a guy that I grew up with in high school. Uh, we, we have this little group called the Motorhead Debate Society. It's named Scott Oath. And it's just a group of buddies, and we talk car stuff. You know, when we grew up, we all had muscle cars and stuff like that. And 
that's a good way to keep in touch. So I thought, well, we're all kind of getting into beer, bourbon, and scotch, and this would be a good way to, or another another avenue of keeping in touch. It started out with just 12 people, and it uh, started growing a little bit, <laughs> and <laughs> and you know, so suddenly, you know, we had 30 people, and we had 50 people, and uh, next thing you know, we're we're at Jay Henry, <laughs> and uh, then Jeff's on board, and you know, Steve w- was one of the early guys that jumped on board too. And, um, yeah, it just sort of took off, and I wasn't really expecting it to, but it's it's fun, and uh, I really enjoy it, and I hope everybody else does too. That's that's the whole purpose: have fun with it. I think you heard me on an earlier podcast. I gave you all a shout out because the page is really. It's it's not super active, but it's active enough that you get a couple, two or three posts a day. You can pay attention to it, but it doesn't take up your whole day with people getting notifications. Which sure. Is, which is pretty awesome. And there's no buying and selling. It's just all information amongst friends, basically. Right. I mean, people can do, like, CNS, or they can do, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, if somebody's at a store, I have no problem with them saying, hey, anybody want this? Or if somebody wants to do trades, that's cool. Um, but... Yeah, it's really just, you know, information, fun, get-togethers. Hopefully, it's a good time for everybody. Talking shit amongst friends. Yeah, you know, you can do that, too. <laughs> and no chug videos. Oh. No, no we, 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 try to, we try to keep it as a positive. And not that chug videos aren't, but that's not, you know, crotch shots, chug videos. That's, you know, you want to do that, you can go to other, other sites. I've got plenty of pages for that. My shirtless, yeah. my shirtless chugs. Pants, pantless sometimes. Careful. <laughs> you got to be careful if you're pantless. Did you, do you, obviously I think you kind of answered this at the first, Troy. Do you think the page has gotten bigger than you ever would have thought it was going to be? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I thought, I remember sitting there looking at the numbers of members thinking, oh my gosh, we're going to hit 100. That's amazing. And now we're at, you know, almost, what, 640-something. Yeah, I was looking at it. crazy. And, you know, it's not meant to be a real huge page. I mean, I want to keep this kind of localized and regional. Well, it's Wisconsin, so hopefully everybody will. I guess there's a few Chicago people in there, too. We've got guys from Tennessee. We got, you know, people from all over, and it really kind of surprises me. Get them out, they... kick them out. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. they're welcome. As long as they're Packer fans. For now, they're probably not Packer fans. <laughs> Everybody, Packer fans. For the most part, yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah, Steve's, Steve's, Steve's a Bears fan. Oh, well, if you're not Packers up here, you're Bears. There's nothing to be proud of. I'm just University of Kentucky Sports. <laughs> Packers now because my wife won't let me have a choice. <laughs> That's how I got up here. My wife uh, is from here, and then she, we met in Kentucky and moved up here. Where'd she grow up? She grew up in Waukesha. That's where we live right now. Oh, all right. Um... I don't really have any more questions about the speakeasy page because you kind of covered it all. I mean, is there anything you all 
I guess, Jeff, is there anything you want to talk about the uh, Whiskey Fella or your bourbon banter uh, page? Well, uh, to be clear, bourbon and banter is not my page. Uh, um, is that Brett's page? No, that uh, belongs to Patrick Garrett. Okay. But uh, I am a, I'm a senior contributor there. There's uh, several of us who write for Bourbon and Banter. It's a great website. Mm -hmm. uh, we do a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of reviews. There's a lot of informational uh, articles. Uh, do uh, distillery tours that the folks will write about. And uh, we're branching out into other things such as gins and i've been doing a couple scotch interviews on our scotch uh, reviews in there but uh we're branching out into more than just bourbon okay um i have my own uh i have my own page uh whiskey fellow that's on instagram and uh facebook that i blog on there as well okay um but uh you know i i, I love educating people i love spreading the bourbon gospel and uh you know just really enjoy sharing knowledge and helping others learn are there any other spirits you're really into besides whiskey jeff no no okay no i i am i am 100 whiskey troy not really i've been interested in trying to dabble in rum a little bit but you know, with, like, the stupid gluten thing, I, I get kind of nervous. I mean, I know burn, bourbon's pretty safe for yeah. me. Is rum, but, is the sugars that are in rum really cause you problems? Yeah, they could. To be honest, I haven't really jumped into that yet, but it's something that's definitely on my radar. Steve? Um, you know, besides whiskeys, Jim. Uh, I like Jim a lot. I've gotten really into rum recently. Uh, I listened to the Bourbon Pursuit podcast. They did a rum cask uh, cast, and with um, Fred Minnick, I think. Can't who it was with, but I've gotten really into the age rums. They're really good, very very good for sipping, sort of like bourbon is, but a le little bit less burn to it. So beer. Most of y'all are Wisconsin guys. Obviously, Troy can't drink beer. Sucks. Who, who else was uh, gluten? I'm gluten free also. Okay, Steve, do you drink beer? I'm full on gluten drinker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, oh man, it takes away something I could talk about. Yeah, thank no, God I, for Steve. I, I drink gluten. Yeah, I, um, beer, I I love beer too. It's just uh, the only thing with beer is I can only drink uh, just a couple of them. Uh, I can't drink, you know, back like one of the college and. It, uh, I can drink quantities, so I always switch to, back to bourbon pretty quickly, but um, there's some really good beers. And as far as beer goes, my favorite would be Belgium. Okay. Um, the Abbey's, the, 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 the um, higher content alcohol beers are really my favorite. I'm Big right surprise. there with you. <laughs> <laughs> We're rubbing it in Troy's face. I like. I, I used to. I used to actually have a bar in my old house that had a kegerator in it. Oh man. Yeah, I miss that. I'm really big into the Trapels and the Dubels as well, the Belgian beers and Abbeys as well. My wife's name is Abby, so I started. The first beer I had really was an Abbey, for her for her honor. 
Uh, anything barrel aged, though, barrel aged really adds something to it. Yeah. All right. Well, we got about a half hour of material. So, Troy, you got any closing statements? Um, I just want to say that, uh, you know, I, I want to thank all the members of the Speakeasy for making it what it is. And um, it's been a great experience for me uh, meeting, you know, like Jeff and a whole bunch of guys and, uh, you know, and girls. And, uh, you know, just the camaraderie and the community of, of the bourbon hobby is just amazing to me. The generosity, you know, I, I, I've met so many people that I never would have, and uh, it, it's an eye-opener, and it's it's definitely uh, a good thing, and uh, I, I appreciate everybody. When's the next get-together? I know you have one planned. August 19th. Um, it's a Sunday at uh, Driftless Glen. Okay. May or may not be a surprise there. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try to make it. My uh, second child's going to be due like 10 days after that, so yeah, maybe good, I'm right? locked down. Come on, man, priorities. Exactly. That's what I keep <laughs> telling my wife. She won't listen. Steve, you got any closing statements? Anything you want to plug? No, I've got uh, nothing to plug. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that, you know, Jeff and, and Troy, uh, most definitely Jeff has uh, a more sturdy talent. I have. I, I may have been in bourbon for a long time, but um, I'm a pretty easygoing guy, and I, I pretty much like everything. So my, my I don't know if it's, uh, you know, I don't, uh, I don't know if I just don't have quite the talent that they have, but um, it, it's been fun being in the speaking because it's really helped me develop it more, um, especially um, like the barrel pick. That was probably the hardest thing we did was the J. Henry barrel pick for the game. Uh, because it wasn't like going to Still America or a tasting where you have different types of bourbons. You had, we had, what, eight? Was it eight different ones or six it different ones? It was six ones? different ones. Six different ones of the same bourbon to try. And that was, that was interesting because that was a lot, it took me a lot longer to try to figure out the differences between them and to, to, to trust my, my palate with the differences between those. Um, and so that that was an interesting experience, one that I was, I was very happy to, to take part in. And, you know, the, the PPD, it's just a, it's a nice, fun place to go. It's easy going. Everyone's fun. You know, there's not too many people that get high and mighty on their horse about hating this or hating that. It's just uh, easy going people. It's fun. It's a nice distraction from all the other crap on Facebook. And uh, I uh, always enjoy going to that page and, and seeing what... Uh, See what people are drinking for the evening, even if I'm not. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. I'm glad you're having one at Driftless Glen. I love that. I love their their rye is one of my favorites. Uh, we just did a blind side by side of Wisconsin and Michigan rye two weeks ago, and uh, by far Driftless Glen's probably my favorite. Journeyman's yeah. really good too for Michigan rye. Yeah, Drift, they, they've got something special going on there, and I, I can't wait to see, you know, two or three years down the road. Uh, it's it's good already, and it's only going to get better. I don't know what they add to it, if it's a barley or what, but there's a chocolate chocolate note to it that really sticks out to me that's that unusual. Be for barley. Yeah, I figured it was the barley that did that. Um, 
All right, well, in closing, thanks for everybody. Thanks for y'all coming on. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast. Um, Thank you. Thank you for having us. I enjoy the page, and I look forward to uh, meeting you guys in person. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. All right, you all have a nice night. You cheers. Thanks. Talk to you later.